do you think UFOs, the paranormal, weird history, cryptozoology, and outsider art are pretty darn cool? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to High Strangeness with your host, Steve Berg. Hello, friends. Welcome back to High Strangeness. Tonight... I have two amazing guests. This is the first time I've ever had two guests on a show, so this is quite uh, quite exciting for me. I have Nicole and Noelle from the Quite Unusual Podcast, one of my absolutely very favorite shows for a multitude of reasons. First off, it's incredibly informative. They, they pick these wonderful kind of paranormal true crime stories, but here's the thing. They're so fucking funny. You ladies, crack me up. What's the deal with Chicago people? They're all funny. I mean, it's, it's just, all the I don't know, it's hot our... dogs in the water, you know. Yeah. Hot dogs in the Are you guys Chicagoland people? I, I, or Chicagoland a thing people shouldn't say. Is that is that stupid? No. Oh, no, yeah, Chicago. I would say Chicagoland. Chicagoland, we say. Yeah. That. Yeah, and that just kind of like Skokie, like Evanston mm-hmm. and that's all, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. I've I've spent a lot of time in Chicago. I love it there. It's it's great. Us too. Great. Born and raised. So. Born and raised. Never left. Yeah. Are you guys really bo- both? Oh wow. Yeah, so you guys, that kind of gets me into my question. I'm sure you've talked about uh, you know before, and I'm sure I hope I don't, don't want to be annoying, but like, how did you guys meet? Oh, it's my favorite story. Oh, it's a good story. Oh, good. It's good. Just take it away, Noel. Uh, wait, I'm gonna do that thing because people never know who we are. So mm. I'm Noel, and I am Nicole because no one ever knows who we who is yeah, who like on our show. I was right right away, by the way. You know like that. your your you names fit fit you, you know, it it's very obvious to me. Thank thank Good. you. That's because yeah. you know us, Steve. That's <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. That's right. Um, so we we met our sophomore year of high school. Mm. We went to the same high school. Um, we grew up like f- fuck, five minutes from five. One- can I swear on this? I'm sorry. Please, I'm I encourage it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This isn't like going on like public, like like ch- no, it's not. It's, this show. is an NPR show, but yeah, no, it's cool. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we grew up like five minutes from where we live right now. Like we're like local, local. Yeah, and same we, town. Yes, <laughs> never left. Well, we left and then we came back. We left and then came back. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. Though. it right, us right back in. That's what it does. That's what it does. Um, so we met our sophomore year of high school, and we t- didn't didn't know each other at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in the same gym class yeah and mm. we were doing like this i don't know if you did this at your school we were doing a swimming yeah. like where we had to swim it was like the it's winter yes, and i hated it yeah. everyone hated it by the way so bad it was a nightmare i mean like yeah, yeah i need to know how to swim but like do i have to do it as like a weird awkward teen in the middle of january especially as a girl everyone? getting your hair wet it's just not great yeah not great yeah i didn't like it either it, you know it, it, i don't think anyone does no you don't want to get wet when you're a teenager you know no, you don't no. want to be in a bathing suit like, in <laughs> front of, like yeah, right. yeah right yeah. you're like oh good. i have a crush on them let me just get into this weird <laughs> bathing suit and, yeah. yeah that's cool i'm having a great time right now <laughs> so uh we were we were doing swimming and um we both had the same idea scream and sing alike yeah. to not swim that day we so- just didn't want to do it so we were hiding yep. in the bathroom. We had, for some reason, we thought that if we hid in the bathroom, the teacher wouldn't realize that we weren't in the pool swimming. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So we were just hiding in the bathroom, and then mm-hmm. the teacher comes in. 
Oh. And mm-hmm. she sees our feet and we're like, oh. Yeah, we were like, hi, it's nice to meet you. Uh, let's go hide in this bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically, that's basically what happened. Yeah. That is great. You guys were both like, no, I'm sitting this one out. And you know what? Teacher be damned. So you guys didn't lift your feet. So that's a little recommendation to young high school people all over. If you're going to commit to hiding in the bathroom, tuck those feet up. You got you to gotta do it. But Nicole, our little improv queen. So so the gym teacher comes in and she's like, um, girls, are you... Um, are you are you okay in there? Because we're both in like the handicap. She can see us. She knows. Yeah, we're, there. Like, we're both in there, and she's like, "What's going on?" Um, and Nicole immediately starts fake crying. <laughs> Perfect. Cry a command. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't know who this is, but I want to be her best friend forever, right?" And the teacher's like, "Oh, are you are you are you okay?" Um, so I open the door. I'm like, "She's just her her dog her her dog her dog," <laughs> and I was just like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah that is amazing and it totally worked 100 she's like take all the time you need you need the week off of swimming totally we got fine. to sit on the side we didn't have to swim we didn't mm-hmm. get in trouble and no. we were just instantly best friends yeah also- and so so noel just kind of yes ended right away yes. absolutely and absolutely. just went along mm-hmm. with it you guys absolutely. you were in sync right away because that sometimes takes years to develop <laughs> if ever it was instantaneous it was instant, yeah <laughs> you know that kind of br- it, it kind of brings me to something because i know oh gosh and this is like months ago i was driving and i was listening to you guys show and mm-hmm. i was on a little road trip to denver colorado oh, I love denver. and uh denver's a great place mm-hmm. got a bunch of buddies there i love it i go there often and listening to your show you guys are passing the time i'm giggling along and one of you and i can't remember who mentioned yes anding Oh, yes. Probably. So I, I have a question. You know, I was actually going to ask you guys. I had it written down. I think, did you guys meet in an improv class? Because you guys, um, I studied like Chicago style improv. Oh, yeah. like I did Second City Improv Olympic for a long time. And I feel like game recognizes game. <laughs> and you guys have like a really like natural yes ending improvisational quality about your show and you guys yeah that is i think the greatest compliment i've ever received oh (laughs) thank you oh oh, i I mean i mean it genuinely um and i told like jessica and tenny this too because i feel like they're to me like just a you know a comedy duo yeah yeah and you guys kind of you know i feel like are a comedy duo as well yet you talk about interesting you know, high, strange, weird, Fordian things mm-hmm. with a lot of conviction and the love is there. Oh, yeah. But one thing I really love about your guys' approach is that you understand that this stuff is also funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, it has to be. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Yeah. If we're going to talk about aliens probing, I'm not not going to laugh. Yeah. Right. You know, you know like. Life is funny. Got to. You got to laugh at everything. If you're not laughing, you're crying. I- I think so too. And, and, you know, I feel like people out there, I would give them like, you know, I mean, I don't know. It depends how you see the world. I'm looking at the world right now and I'm pretty scared because it's not great. Oh, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, um, the jokes. But, right? Developing gallows humor, though, mm-hmm. can save us because if we can laugh, still laugh during these awful crises mm-hmm. that happen day after day, like you think you've seen it all, then. Five minutes later, you go on Twitter like, "Oh my God, it's even worse," you know. So, yeah, yeah. But I feel like you know, even when you guys are tackling difficult subjects on your show, or 
or, you know, if it's like a true crime thing, mm, yeah. you are able to find the funny moments in there without like making fun of the trauma or yeah. the horrific thing that happened. But that is such a rare talent. And I'm, I think that's what like originally drew me to your show. I'm like, God, they're so funny. Yet I like learned about this thing I had no idea about. Thank you. Thank you so much. Honestly, huge yeah. compliment. You're amazing. We've we've actually never been in. We've never taken an improv class at all. We're all really yeah. We're homegrown. just homegrown. Yeah, just friendship feeding off of each other. So yeah. and thank you for thinking that we're yeah. somewhat trained because yeah. we are not. I have to say that. Well, I mean, sorry. Please. We we pride ourselves on being able to like in the true crime like especially because there's some episodes that we have that are heavier and mm -hmm. like a heavy topic mm -hmm. i mean it's we, we try to keep it light try to keep it you know a little fun little entertainment right. a little bit with without ever making fun of the victim without yeah. ever making fun yeah. of trauma any of that but you know if you can pull out things like like oh the killer was identified because he had horrid ass pimples <laughs> we're gonna make fun <laughs> of that make fun of that it's a fine line because it's sure. funny it's, yes. it's so funny but I, I, I think I, you know, and I, gosh, you know, like, I think there are other shows and even, even like, like books, I read, a, I, I, I'm obsessed with this stuff, right? Yeah. And I, I've been reading about it my whole life. And there are certain authors or podcasters or just, you know, uh, personalities in these fields who I think try to be funny sometimes oh, yeah. and they just fall flat in their face. And I, I it's God bless them for trying, but okay. like. I wonder there I feel like there's something about Chicago because <laughs> I lived in LA for 20 years and most of my friends still are from Chicago cuz like so many people in LA you know did second city improv olympics mm -hmm. and moved out there and kept on doing it in LA and so that was kind of my friend base with all these Chicago people and they're all just they have a weird they're, they're and, and, and I don't weird maybe isn't the word, right word but like they had this interesting perspective on life yeah where Bits are just part of the culture of Chicago. Commit. Doing bits, it's not so yeah, yeah. Our motto is commit to the bit. Like, if you don't commit to the bit, man. <laughs> and you got to push it past that point where, like, people are, like, getting a little uncomfortable. Like, you're not sure if you're even having a good time. And then it comes full circle. And everyone's and like, just like, ah, oh. this guy. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Well, they, they always say, you know, in comedy, it comes in, like, the rule of threes, mm -hmm. five, mm -hmm. and a million. So like if you do, if you do it after three times it's not funny, boom you go to five. And if it's not funny after five times, but if you go to a million times, just keep on hammering <laughs> in. Eventually, it's going to be the funniest thing in the world. Like yeah. Stockholm syndrome. Totally, it's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> very similar. It's almost like <laughs> it is very similar. Uh, I have a couple quick Chicago-based questions because I like to ask Chicago people just kind of a uh, yeah get a poll going out there. Yeah, for uh, sure. It is Jardinara. First off, I was wondering if you could explain to my listeners what Jardinara is. Am I am I saying it right? Jardinara. 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 Yes. Like the air that we breathe. Jardinara. <sighs> yes. Yes. So Jardinara is um, it's a topping. It's a mm. side. It's a salad. Mm. It's a condiment. Mm. It's anything you want it to be. It's literally it's freedom in a jar. <laughs> it. <laughs> It's like it's delicious, delicious freedom. It's like pickled, oh. 
pickled vegetables. Um, yeah. There's usually some like hot peppers. There's mild jardiner out there too. Peppers, carrots, sure. onions, olives, yes. cauliflower, cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower, which you'd think would be weird, but it's not. It's amazing. So good. The and carrots you, yeah. are like zigzag shaped for some reason, mm. almost always. Yes, they are. How do they do that? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I think they grow that way here. It's magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's a Chicago thing. Yeah. yeah. But, but and then it's soaked in olive oil for mm. probably like, mm-hmm. you know, six generations yes. underground and then they dig it up. Oh, yeah. But you put this stuff on pizza, oh, yeah. on a hot dog, whatever you want. Pasta. This stuff is absolutely amazing. And, oh, oh, yeah. I've never so good oh, you pasta. got to. It's so good. You got to. Oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. I order it online. I ordered like the actual stuff they have in all Chicago places. It's got like that yellow label. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. With, like it's, the red lid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it, yeah. it's. Oh, it's so good. Oh, well, thank you. So, yeah, Jardinara, it's everywhere. I, you're confirming confirming it for me. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, because, yeah. yeah, you mostly – you put it on uh, Italian beef sandwiches, which is also a mm-hmm. Chicago yeah. specialty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it goes it goes with everything. That's it does. Why. It goes with everything. It does. It's so great. Okay, and here's another – my last food-based question. I say that, and it's definitely not going to be. I, I'm always hungry. Um, now – in Chicago, when you're an outsider, you're always like, oh, Chicago deep dish, mm. Umonati's, you know, that big, you know, mm. heavy thing, which I love, I respect. Uh-huh. But I must say, I am very into the Chicago Thin Crust Tavern style. Tavern the Square cut pizza. I enjoy that. Now, for for a Chicago person, is the deep dish the pizza of Chicago? Or Because I've met some people who are like, I don't know, I grew up on Tavern. See, I think I definitely grew up on Tavern, but mm-hmm. if I had to choose mm-hmm. between the two styles, it's Deep Dish all day. And Pequod's. You have to go to Pequod's oh. for Deep Dish. Steve, next time you come here, you come here, we'll, we'll take you to Pequod's. Pequod's, Pequod's all day. is the single greatest the pizza best. on the planet. It's somewhere in between Deep Dish and Pan, and it's just, Ooh, it's a moment. Dish, yeah. It is. It is an event. Pequod's is just delicious. If there's a heaven, it's in a Pequod. Everyone always talks about. (laughs) Everyone always talks about Luminati's or Giordano's, Uh, and like they always sleep on Pequod's. But Pequod's Pequod's is that's the one. It's the one for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, living in LA for you know like twenty years, and my Chicago buddies, they would talk about Pequod's, Mm -hmm. but we couldn't get it delivered out there. Oh yeah. But like in the Super Bowl, we'd always get a bunch of Lumalnatis and stuff. And look, it's great pizza. It's it's. But Pequod's, I have heard from multiple trusted Chicago sources that that is. That's where the locals go. Yeah. You know, they may send the tourists to Lumonati. Yep. but it is yeah. the one. Yeah, for I, sure. I feel like a deep dish pizza is like it's the tourist pizza. Like it's delicious. I'm not going to turn. First yes. of all, if you give me cheese and bread in almost any formation, I will oh, yeah. eat it and say thank you very much. Yes. May I have another? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like tavern pizza is like your everyday pizza. Yeah. And deep dish is like right. it's like an event pizza. Yes, for sure. It it is. It's kind of one of those things where like you sh- maybe don't. You, it's like a bad hangover. You want to kind of clear your schedule the next day because <laughs> it's heavy. It's heavy duty, and I can't help yeah. myself. I will eat enough for ten people. Oh, so oh yeah. And then my tummy will hurt for a little while. I, <laughs> Immediately you know, regret it. Pounds of cheese. It's a good hurt. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's a good hurt. It is. It is a good pain. It is. I totally agree. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to get into some more. I'm so sorry. My questions are all over the place. But by design, we I like think I'm going to too long. So, you know, okay, I actually, so there were some Chicago Mothman sightings. You know, the last like 10 years, it's been, you know, Mothman seems like it is visiting Chicago, mm-hmm. maybe for the Jardin era, maybe for the tavern style, maybe for the thick crust. Maybe it's taking improv classes. Maybe. But what? 
what do you guys know and what's your thoughts on this Mothman situation? Ooh, you wanna go? I want you to go first. So Mothman, which is kind of scary because we've always seen Mothman like, well, when we've when we've seen Mothman, it's the Silver Bridge collapse. And right. then, so mm-hmm. some people moment. say it's like it's an omen that something bad is going yeah, to happen. Mm-hmm. So right. Mothman has been sighted in Chicago, like you said, for like 10-ish years. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's been being sighted near O'Hare Airport, which mm-hmm. is extremely mm-hmm. unsettling because that's the yeah. airport we fly out of. And if he's like an omen for something bad to happen, it's like – is a plane going to crash? Like, that's not, I don't want to hear that. Right. And we all right. actually live close to O'Hare Airport, mm-hmm. too. So we're like 10 miles. Yeah, maybe, we're, so. we're extremely close to it. So, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So, like, that's the thing. I don't want my harbingers of doom. <laughs> I mean, I don't want them hanging around at all. No, no offense, no. Mothman. But, like, especially the airport, I think, like, you're right. That's uh, yeah. not ideal at all. I also once heard that there is a very haunted cemetery. Right by the O'Hare. Bachelor's Grove. Bachelor's Grove, yeah. Mm. For sure. We have an episode on that, yeah. We do. You really? We do, yeah. Yeah. Um, Can I just add one more thing to the Mothman thing, though? Of course. So I have a a personal theory that Mothman, in his beautiful juicy booty. Oh, yeah. Um, there, there is not yep. but one Mothman, but there are many a moth people. Moth people. Sort of like a, a yeah. whole, you know, clan of the Mothmen or whatever. Right. Um, and sometimes... Maybe maybe he's just hanging out there. Maybe he's just at the airport. There's a lot of birds happening. There's a lot of deer happening. Maybe he's hunting. Maybe he likes mm. the views. Maybe he, you know, maybe he's just vibing he's a big out. Airplane enthusiast. Maybe. Yeah, maybe right. that's his home base. And then he like commutes to the Silver Bridge, <laughs> like when there's an emergency. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of open fields. There's a lot of you know. It used to be an Air Force base too. Maybe there's a lot of weird stuff buried there. Mm. Who knows? Ooh. No, we're getting spicy. Okay, mm-hmm. I like this a lot. Ooh, okay. So yeah, but Mothman, I feel was is it like a, a story there that other people care about, or is it just weirdos who care about it? Like, is it in the like the local newspapers and stuff? Like no, these Mothman no. sightings, or no, it's not yeah, a thing. It's no. just like random. Yeah, like we'll catch like an article or something on like a weird news site, and then we see mm-hmm. it, or someone will send it to us because they know obviously we're weird people and. We live right. in the area, but yeah, no, right. like the news is not reporting this, no. which is for sure. Me. They'll come around. They'll come around. And, 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 and Noelle, I think you bring up a great point that I feel like just like, I mean, I think I remember when I was a kid that I watched or had this like Bigfoot book that was mm-hmm. like a school, in like the, my school library. It was a very cheesy book. Mm-hmm. But they talked about Bigfoot like it was one creature who was just like getting around. How? You know, and I think eventually people are like, eh, if there is a Bigfoot, it could be multiple creatures. Um, but you're right. So I think everyone always thinks of the Mothman mm-hmm. as one entity. Yet there's been flying wing humanoid cases. I mean, we have a couple in Nebraska. Right. Yeah. You can't be covering that much ground, or she. Because we don't know. Yeah, the sex we don't of know. All, yeah. It's probably all genders. I mean, as an ultra terrestrial being, why even pick one gender? Who knows, man? Right. It's gender neutral. That's right. And, you know, it kind of brings me to um, something I think about all the time with Bigfoot. And that is, you know, the Patterson-Gimlin film, the most famous (laughs) big, and we all, we know it, we love it. It's, it's a beaut. It's a beaut. But it's kind of been agreed upon in mainstream Bigfootology, if that's a word, uh, (laughs) that Patty is a female because it, you know, has mm-hmm. some yeah. f- anatomical female, uh, you know, parts. Yeah. Yet on every Bigfoot show 
every Bigfoot lecture I've ever seen, they always go, he, Mm -hmm. he, he. They always refer to Bigfoot as a he, yet the most famous Bigfoot we've ever seen Mm -hmm. is a she. What's the deal with that? uh, We need more feminism in the paranormal is all (laughs) I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, for sure. Female representation. That's That's what we need. We we have the Loch Ness Monster. She's a slay. We have the Flatwoods Monster. I mean, the Sheikahs of the Cryptids. I'm just going to yep. those Fresno Nightcrawlers. They're strutting better out there than Kendall mm. Jenner. So they're clearly ladies. Let's be honest. Definite. Why can't Great. our Bigfoot, you know, wear a stiletto, wear a combat boot? Why can't she, you know, she's a versatile girl. Mama she's out Bigfoot. there playing. Yeah. yeah. Bigfoot is mother, I mm-hmm. think, is what we can all agree on. Bigfoot is mother. That's right. Bigfoot is mother. <laughs> oh, Wow. It is the walking, the bipedal walking embodiment of Mother Earth. There, exactly. Bam. There it is. Mm. I love Whoa, it. we're uh, we're breaking up. We're, I mean, like this, this is some pretty profound stuff we're kind of getting at. Yeah. Here. Someone um, called us yeah, it, right now. We need a show. You know, it, it, but it, it, it is interesting to me because I I went to the Nebraska Bigfoot Convention mm-hmm. in, last spring, which is. It was a hot weekend. Let me tell you, I was wearing my jean jacket, feeling pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um, but. Even like the two female speakers who who are, you know, Bigfoot ladies, mm-hmm. hunters or whatever they want to call themselves, they kept on referring to Bigfoot as a he. Mm. And no one no one else was like I, I for some reason it blows my mind. Yeah. That it's I think because it is like big and like, you know, mm-hmm. potentially dangerous that they just assume it's a male. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like smelly. If, yeah. if I if I make <laughs> yeah. it provocative for a moment. Bigfoot's walking around, right? Not wearing pants. So there's nothing swinging like a grandfather clock in between those legs. I'm saying there's more evidence. Maybe all lady. Bigfoot's a girl. Well, maybe they're all ladies. You know, maybe they're, they, uh, you know, they don't need men to procreate. That's right, girl. Ooh, I like this. Which eventually will be the case for humans, probably like in two years. (laughs) We're obsolete, fellas. (laughs) Two years. Get your kicks in while you can. It's just true. I mean,. Well, no, maybe, it's like, maybe it's like a lion situation where like the females go out and they do the hunting and the males yeah. stay back with the young in like their little caves or whatever who knows who knows what their gender roles are right so it, that's true they could be so different from ours i would i would think so i would think so oh. yeah so i feel like we're really we're really unlocking some stuff here yeah we are, this will probably go down in history as one of the most important conversations yes. about uh, high strain just in general, yeah. I think. Yeah. This is, we're, we're making history here today. Breaking um, around. In 25 years, we're going to come back to this and say they were right the whole time. They were right. Yeah. 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 They will erect statues of the three of us mm. and, you know, maybe in front of Pequod's if we're lucky. Oh, um, yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Then, then we've made it. I haven't even had it yet. And I'm already, it's already my favorite pizza. <laughs> well, when you come, let us know. and We'll, we'll take you. We'll take you. We'll buy you. I will. Oh, well, yes. We'll have some cold beers. We'll get some pizza. Yes. Some Malort. We're taking also. some improv. Oh, yeah. We'll pour yes. you Malort. Have you ever had Malort? I love Malort. Oh, I have. I love Malort, too. A man I don't mind. In fact, I will say this. I had... Um, my friend was having a little party a few weeks ago at the bar he owns mm-hmm. and he lives in Chicago for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, we had been drinking for a few hours mm-hmm. and he's like, should we all do Malort shots? And then we all thought it was so funny because it's so bad. <laughs> Although I don't think it's that bad to be I honest, but you know, like 
it became like kind of like an ironic thing. And then mm-hmm. we kept on taking shots of Malort. And then the next day I was demolished, oh, yes. just destroyed. It'll get you. It'll get you for sure. I yeah. don't mind. I would rather take a shot of Malort than a shot of vodka. I agree with that. So actually. Yeah, it's not that bad. It, like no. people say, I, I heard someone describe when we were taking, someone was like, well, what's it taste like? And they were like, bug spray. And I'm like, that's rude. Yeah. It's it a does little bitter. It's, it's just, yeah. Or like I've described it as like a nail polish remover, like acetone. Like it kind of is that taste. It's got that too. burn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm pro Malort. In fact, if, folks, if you have not had it, go get yourself a bottle of Malort. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. don't put, maybe don't have it neat or like on a, as a cocktail. I think yeah. you got to shoot it. Yeah, you got it. You have to shoot. You shoot or, but if you mix it with grapefruit juice and like simple syrup, it's actually like, it's kind of great. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it, it cuts like that, like acetoniness. <laughs> it is, right. It's quite nice. Huh. I think a kind of a boss move would be to go to like some dive bar and go, Malort, on the rocks. Leave and they'd be the like, bottle. okay. Yeah, <laughs> Give me a leaf the bottle. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny to me. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so one more kind of Chicago- O'Hare question while mm. while we're still in that in that area. The gosh, no, is it two thousand six or two thousand eight? Um, my brain it's is twenty twenty three. Steve, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not. It, it's not two thousand eight. <laughs> no. Thirty rocks not still on. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Oh, what a show! But the Chicago, kind of the famous Chicago O'Hare UFO sighting that, like, you know, was at the United Terminal. Mm-hmm. What's going on? I mean, like, how do we get? Supposedly, there was pictures going around, and Dan Aykroyd bought some pictures for like a million bucks. Oh, I didn't. Know but that. it seems like Aykroyd. Well, I don't know if that's, that's true. Epic. You know, this is just what I what I, <laughs> I think I saw it on Reddit. So I mean, whatever. But Aykroyd, if you have these, let him. We want to see, babe. Yeah. Like, let's right. let's see the goods. Show them. That's right. Danny, we know you're looking. But is it right? Thank you, Danny. Are you there, um, Danny? Dan, Dan, babe. Uh, is there any way you guys can just march over to O'Hare, being who you are, with some status in Chicagoland, oh, for sure, and say, "Hey, what's the deal with that UFO? We'd like to see some action." You know, like yeah, uh, yeah. we'll do it after this. Actually. I don't think we'll get like arrested or anything for like demanding. No, no, no I think it'll be fine. What's up with the alien? <laughs> What's the deal with the alien? What's the deal with the UFO? Yeah, that's a really good Jerry. Yeah, it is a good Jerry. I, I, in fact, it would be so fun to do all like like you're questioning if like you're interviewing somebody about an account they had to do it in a Seinfeld voice. <laughs> I feel like you might get more out of them. So when you saw the entity step up the craft. <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't know if fun. we'd be a lot. We probably wouldn't ever be able to fly out of that. No fly list. Again, no fly list. For um, sure. If we just like went there and demanded information, but mm-hmm. yeah, or a free fly list. Oh yeah, Ooh. we'll try for I'm you. Though, I yeah, mean, we'll, we'll try. Ask. Thank you. I I would so appreciate it. I will <laughs> send you guys uh our the signature sandwich of Omaha, Nebraska, which is a runza. What's, What's that? that? You heard of runza? No. It's like a pocket sandwich. It kind of looks like a, you know, it looks like a, you know, a Tic Tac UFO, except for it's not white, but it's like a, it's like a bread. And then inside is like ground meat, a little bit of cabbage and onion. It's kind of a Germany situation. Okay. It's like a hollowed out loaf. But it's just a, kind of, yes. And it's stuffed with a bunch of stuff and people here go crazy. Love a stuffed loaf. I love a stuffed loaf. Who doesn't? But I always say, yeah. you got a loaf, stuff it for me. Stuff it. Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> I want to stuff. God, 
Bless America. I want to eat that. Okay, okay so, when we go to Nebraska, which is my favorite state, by the yeah. way. Um, is it really? It is. <laughs> it is, and everyone may have that exact same reaction. They're like, oh, why? Uh, Nebraska's delightful. Um, it, it, Omaha's nice. Uh, I like Omaha. Yeah, I mean, the Platte River can't go wrong. I'm a big fan. Look at you. Oh, whoa, you're throwing out the Platte River I, here. I genuinely you thought she was joking. I'm not she, joking. I did. So what's your fascination with Nebraska, may I ask? I think it's just so quintessential Americana. It's just so, like, when you think of, like, Midwestern America, yeah. you are thinking of Nebraska. You can see for a mile. You can see the thunderstorms that won't hit you for four yes. hours. You can mm. see cows. You got, like, the little shitty windmills going on. The Platte River is just snaking through the state. I genuinely wow. and unironically love Nebraska. <laughs> and every time wow. I see that, people are like, are you, is this like a is this a safe word? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> are, are you in well, a my dude, I'll tell you. Situation. I'll tell you what the the in terms of like high strangeness in Nebraska, mm-hmm. the eastern part of the state where I, I live in Omaha, mm-hmm. and the, but the vast majority of the UFO stuff, Bigfoot stuff, alien black cats, flying wing humanoids, ghostly apparition stuff is really concentrated in eastern Nebraska. Yeah. So if you're all ever going through here. You stop by old Stevos, and I'll take I'll take you on a real nice little tour of some oh, weird yeah. stuff. Yeah, next time next time we drive to Denver, we'll stop. Oh, yeah, that's a good pit stop. That's a it's we'll get great, we'll get great. some of those pocket sandwiches. Yeah, gotta get it. Nebraska's great, man. Top notch. It is. It, it, is, it is. I like living in Omaha. It was mm-hmm. you know I, I grew up here and it left when I was eighteen, but then came back a couple of years ago to help with my folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're getting older, and so you know just to be closer to them and. It's been really nice. It's been very pleasant. You know, Omaha's kind of like a. It's always they. We've always thought of ourselves as a baby Chicago. Oh yeah. Aww, okay. Cute. Yeah. 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 It's kind of. It's we're just kind of like a little baby Chicago. We we'd like to be you. We're not there yet. <laughs> you don't want the taxes though. So the taxes, you're doing better. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have some of the highest property taxes in 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 you know the country, but. <sighs> Who owns a home anymore? No one. Not it's, us. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. That's for the no. Marriage. Yeah, they've. They've made it impossible for us yeah, now. Yeah, so, yeah. For know, sure. Screw them. Uh, so l- let me ask you a question that maybe you may be tired of answering. And if you are, you can just tell me to go kick dirt. Never. But never. have you two ever had uh, you know, paranormal experience? And if so, have you ever had – I guess individually have you, and then have you had one together? Okay. This is a fun question because it's, it's, we actually we're roommates. Mm-hmm. We uh-huh. live in a haunted house. This attic that we're <gasps> in right now is very haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, Excuse me. Yes. Can I? Can I? Take yes, this please. One at the beginning. Okay. Take it away. So I have had my every house I've ever lived in has been wildly haunted. <gasps> every single one house I grew up in. Um, I mean, I've seen full body apparitions. I've had dolls talk to me. I have. I, I err on the side of not calling myself a psychic medium because everyone in their mom <laughs> thinks that they are. But I have had a lot of experiences, a lot of experiences. Yes. Countless. And um, this house is wildly haunted. And <gasps> Nicole had never had an experience, really. I never, I had never lived in a haunted house. And it yes. had always been a dream of mine to live in a haunted house. So right. when my roommate was moving out, um, I... It was, it lined up perfectly. I was yeah. like, Nicole, you have to move in. Like, you're my bestie. I was looking for a place to live. She was looking for a roommate. And it was just like, perfect. Yeah. We'll and do this. She's like, the house isn't really haunted. Cause like, Nicole is 
I'm a believer, a but believer. I am a skeptic first. So if like mm-hmm. something weird right. happens, I go, I try to like debunk it. I'm yes. like, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Like my first, I mean, I love the paranormal, obviously, but mm-hmm. my first reaction mm-hmm. is to be like, well, wait, let's let's see if it could be something else. So at first I was like, Noelle's crazy. It's a good like, reaction. She's just, yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's I, just being dramatic. I said, I promise <laughs> you, you move in here. Day one, you will have an experience. This house is so I have a theory that this house, again, I I don't love the word portal, but this house is a lot going on here. And I said, day one, you will have an experience. You've always wanted to live in a haunted house. Mm -hmm. I hope you don't regret wishing that. And she moves in. And what happens day one? What happened? I don't know. What happened day one? Uh, You're sleeping and a man touched your foot. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, wait, I'm trying to like reel it back to be like, what are are the So, so many, many things have happened to me. So I'm laying in bed, right? I woke up in the middle of the night. It was like maybe like 2.33-ish. And I hear like someone in my room whisper. And they, I heard like twat, which Noelle likes to joke and say that they were trying to call me a twat. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's not like twat. I'm sorry. If you hear in the middle of the night, twat, twat. <laughs> so anyways, I wake up and I'm like, because I'm also... So between the two of us, I'm like not afraid of anything. Like I'm like, come here, like welcome. And Noelle's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. Like not she closes me. her eyes. So I was like, hello, is anybody in my room with me? And then so as I say that, I, I sleep with one foot in, one foot out of the covers. So my foot that was out of the covers was laying on top of my comforter. So right after I said that, the edge of my comforter lifted up and my leg lifted up with it. And I like shot up like sat up like my immediate reaction was just like whoa and then it was just like it, like it then was gone and I was like that was the craziest thing ever like I because there's there was like no debunking that like I mean maybe like I had heard something whatever but then my actual like my the edge of my comforter lifted up and my foot lifted up with it mm-hmm. so I don't I can't you can't really explain that besides it's a ghost <laughs> That's the manipulation of like material matter. I mean, that um, is very dramatic, you know, like. Yeah, there's, there's uh, a few here and they're very strong. Yes. And we've had friends wow. too who have just been like just over for like a party or just hanging out mm-hmm. and like they've seen things too. Like our one friend was walking to the bathroom and in order to walk to the bathroom, you have to pass Noel's room. And he was walking to the bathroom and then he came out and he was like, hey, is Noel home? And I was like, no, like she's she's not home yet. She's coming home in like an hour. And he's like, I just saw somebody in her room. Mm. I was like, well, mm-hmm. this would be a good time to tell you that our house is on. Oh, yeah. And I see that person all the time. Wow. Yeah. So when I do you really? Yeah. When I came home, um, that's the, the hallway watcher, I call him. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, we have countless stories, but this is this is my dude. Right. This is this is our guy. Um, so I sleep with my feet are facing. I I always heard don't sleep with your head facing a window unless you have a very thick headboard because all like the, the energy goes out the window. Right. Um, I sleep with my feet towards a window and then there's a mirror to the side. And I have always seen like a dark figure, like you you wake up in the middle of the night and your pile of clothes, clothes looks like a demon, like that meme. Right. And you're like, what, what is this? Right. Um, but I've woken up many times and I've seen this person in that exact spot that our friend said that they were standing in. Um, I've seen this person right next to my bed. I've seen this person all all around for the longest time. I have cats. So um, 
they're nice in a way. They're two. Yes, two. Um, and we, I think we've talked about this on Twitter. Yeah, we um, have. We have. <laughs> so there's you know scratching to get in the door if my door is closed, and then once I let them in, they're scratching to get out if I close the door again. So I just leave my door cracked open, maybe like six inches. Before Nicole moved in, I was here alone for a while. So I had my door just all the way open because whatever. And there were many nights I would wake up and I would see a full human standing in my doorway. Like the shadow. Like not like so when, when you say full human, do you mean like it looked like a human being? Not, not like you know, like I always think I have ne- never seen an apparition. Mm-hmm. And I always think of it like two ways. One, it's kind of like the Hollywood see-through you know, kind of like holographic no. type thing, or it was a solid, solid. This person's always, <gasps> and it's yeah, oh. it's like a dark figure. Um, it's not like the hat man that people talk about because like there's really no hat, but it's like a head and the shoulders, and like sometimes I can see like arms, and like it's it's a full full size human being, probably like five ten ish if I had to put a height to it. Um, whoa, and it's always standing in the same spot. It's like like when I see it in the hallway, it's facing my room, Nicole has seen and felt this person in the hallway. I haven't seen it. I've just felt him like, so I have to kind of like walk past that spot to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And there have been times like in the middle of the night where I'm like, I feel like something's out there. Like, I don't want to go. And I'm like, but I really have to pee. Mm -hmm. The door, the bedroom door will open and close. Um, Mm -hmm. There was one time pretty recently where I was in my bedroom and I was, I was sleeping kind of like going like in and out of sleep, like dozing off. And, the the door to the basement was open and my bedroom door was open and both of them at the exact same time slammed shut at exact same time yeah all Whoa. of the cats were in my bed her dog was in her room there is no like even if the vents were open even if windows yeah. were open they're facing opposite directions and they're in completely different yeah, rooms like one's in a hallway and one's in like the general like mm-hmm. dining room in our house but that's also happened to so when whenever we go on vacation, mm-hmm. my sister will stay over and watch our our pets, mm-hmm. and that happens right. to my sister all of the time. She's like, "Oh, the yeah. ghost slammed the door on me again." Like <laughs> they just like to slam yeah. doors. Wow. I have we have countless stories, absolutely countless. Yeah, there's a lot going so, on here. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sure sounds like mm-hmm. it. So, like Noel, you said that every did you say that every house you've lived in has been haunted? Yeah everyone so i mean i'm not trying to you know theorize too much but mm-hmm. like i wonder if it's you not the places that's what i said i'm like you know what I'm one, you might one of those you know you might uh-huh. be one of those people who are just sensitive and draw this stuff out so i think I so um i honestly think so my mom is the same yeah. way mm-hmm. and um there's there's consistently been I would say if if I had to theorize anything and if, you know, I was going to like I I always err on the side of like not saying definitives because like who knows, you know, whatever. But I will say that it got to a point where I was seeing so many figures and people and hearing so many things that I went to a psychiatrist and I was like, do I have schizophrenia? (laughs) Like this is getting out of hand. I just I need to know if this is like a mental illness thing and like this stuff is existing in the real world and world and I'm seeing it or if it's all in my brain. Totally good. Green flags, certificate of health. I'm solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. All right. No, good. Not crazy. I'm not I'm just a sea shit, man. Um so there's always consistently every place I've lived there's a man that is there that I would call like like the man that stands in the hallway. Um 
he's always there. So maybe he's tied to me, but then there's mm-hmm. also other things. So like in the house I grew up in, um, there was a dog ghost and I would see, I would see it when I was little and she'd walk up oh, and down wow. the hallway. And one time I told my dad and he, my dad was raised in the house I grew up in. And he said, Oh yeah. Like I see her too. Like that's my dog from when I was little. Mm, and there's a German shepherd. Nice. Um, so there's, there's consistently like this man that's always there. And he also leaves me dimes. Dimes. I have opened oh. books in libraries in Salt Lake City and a dime has fallen out of them. And I attribute that to this, this ghost, this spirit. I mean, it sounds like some abhorrent activity, really, that they're making. Because, you know, coins are obviously, yeah. oftentimes associated with, you know, abhorrent manifestations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, oh, Thanks, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the dime. Keep them coming. Dime a day. So, yeah. Nicole, are you kind of like, you know, before you moved in here, you're like, bring it on. Let's see it. You know, you were kind of a paranormal tough guy now are you kind of like well (laughs) Well, so I've always been like when I was little if you talk to my mom like I was the weirdest kid ever like I used to have an imaginary friend that I like I thought he was real like he to me he was real I used to tell my mom that I used to hear voices in the basement like really weird shit and I don't know if it was because I was sensitive when I was younger or if I was just a kid with a wild imagination could have been a combination of the two. But yeah, I've never really lived. I mean, my house that I grew up in wasn't really haunted. Um, and like I said, anywhere, like anywhere that I've been, I've, if anything has happened, I've always tried to be like, okay, well, it's probably this, it's probably that. So if anything did happen to me, I just sort of like debunked it and like wrote it off. But then when I came right. in here, like when Noel was like, no, this place is haunted. I'm like, I don't know if I believe you. Like, you could just be a little dramatic. Like, the experiences that I've had here are definitely, like, I can't explain them. Like, everything else, like if yeah. something weird has happened, I'm like, oh, like, that could have been the wind or that could have been, like, something else. But here I'm like, there is absolutely no way my foot just lifted up off of no. my bed. Yeah. There's no right. explaining that. So to me, like... I don't want to say I was a tough guy. I was just kind of like, I want to experience it. Like, I want to experience a ghost. I want to see Uh something. I want something spooky to happen to me. And then obviously living here, it's like, oh, well, it's just like a normal occurrence. So (laughs) it's like not not a big deal anymore. (laughs) I just call him my roommate. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you you feel like you're pretty – so like – and obviously – saying on demand is probably not the right right way to phrase it. But like can you – like let's say – and I don't know if you guys mess around with any kind of divination, like Ouija sure. board or like, you know, stuff to try to make stuff come mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Do you think you guys would have some results if you did use some of these tools? So I think so. I've, I've used pendulums and had mm-hmm. results. Um, I've used tarot mm-hmm. cards and have results. Yeah. Um, we, we've definitely experienced. Well, when I first moved in, actually, yeah. I was uh, prohibited by Noelle. She was like, don't do any witchcraft or any weird shit witchcraft don't just don't egg them on she was like don't because i was like oh i want to set up an altar for like the spirits like just like something nice like give them food offerings she's like no i don't want anything to do with it but i think now she's she's come she's come around because she was like don't because she knew i had a ouija board obviously she's like don't fucking do your ouija board we have one right there yeah and we like like, we've done one together in the house mm -hmm. too but in the beginning i think she was just very afraid that I was gonna like set something off or make something mad and like unleash something but now right. it's like she's 
she's more okay with it. Well, I think that when you, Whoa. from my personal experience, like my entire life, um, and like, like I said, my mom is very sensitive and she squashes it down. Mm. Like she doesn't want it, doesn't want anything to do with it. One time I mentioned it was a full moon and she was like, leave my house. We're not talking about that. <laughs> like she's very like, I don't want it. Get I away but then sometimes she'll like text Noelle and be like, Mm-hmm. like just say something and my and she'll be like my mom just said this and we're like how the hell did she know yeah my like, mom's like i would call my mom an actual psychic yeah she's, she's, she's unbelievable wow um so my whole life i've noticed that if you pay attention to it it knows you see it mm-hmm. and and they're like hey like you see us like like let's let's keep interacting and i was always so scared of it i'm so scared of ghosts that i just right. they can live here we can live together everything is fine don't scare me that's that's my only line here it goes for nicole too don't scare me (laughs) she does she says it but you have been more open to it though since i moved in like you've been more like welcoming and like you make me brave instead of being like instead of approaching anything with fear Mm -hmm. which is what she used to do now it's like we're like oh okay Mm -hmm. what what do you guys want? What do you want to say? What do you need to tell us? Because like, she's right. a part of my jelly. Yeah. She makes me brave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you complete her. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so, like, that is so wild. So have you had, like, do you feel like this translates to when you go? Because I know you guys kind of do some local investigations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have many results when you go to another location? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We just went to um, the where was that place? Amboy Railroad Museum. It's in Southern Illinois, so I think it's like. Right. Well, I think it is it Southern Central Central uh, South. I don't know. It's, it's somewhere. It's south <laughs> from us, at least. But yeah, directions yeah. are hard. Yeah, this isn't a. We don't host a geography. It's podcast. not a geography podcast. No, not yet. No, no. <laughs> be, might be an interesting idea for you though. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we just went there and we did the Astis method quite a few times and we got pretty great results yeah i think when actually to noelle's point of the fact that she's kind of just like open and like kind of like a conduit for all of this weird shit that's happening mm-hmm. when she was under and i was asking questions we were getting like almost immediately like at one point she said hi i said hi my name's nicole and they and she said back hi nicole which was so weird. I was like, what? And I was like asking. And at one point there was this one entity who he was kind of Ed. Yeah, malicious. He called himself Ed. Mm-hmm. He was like coming for me. Like anytime anyone went under, mm-hmm. like they would he would call for me. At one point I left the room because I wanted to like go do my own exploring on my own. And he like called me back. Yep. Which was extremely Ooh. creepy. By multiple things, he would say like, like Nicole, get back here. Yeah, and or, so where's I, the redhead? I have a snake tattoo on my arm, and he mm-hmm. would go, "Where's the snake?" or something, and it was oh, really creepy. Dude. It was very, very, very creepy, and he was mm-hmm. not a nice man. So that was just added to the creepiness of it. Yeah, I think oh, I think we were what? getting our best results when I was under mm-hmm. and you were speaking. Yeah, to the spirits. Yeah. I mean, it was like I... rapid fire, like. She would say, what's on my wrist? And at one point I said, two copper. And I, yeah, I have copper bracelets. And she's wearing two <laughs> copper bracelets. It was or creepy. snake. Or like, it was just, it was immediate. I feel like if I was in that situation and they were singling me out mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. that that would disturb me 
quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I came salt bath, like, you know, all the the cleansing stuff afterwards. Because I'm like, I don't want this, especially this guy attached to me. Yeah. Right. And and that actually brings me to a question I did have. I'm glad you brought that up. Is there a process y'all have, like, after an investigation or if something happens in the house that is, like, a little unsettling? Like, is there a... I don't know, a saging situation, or you mentioned the salt bath. Like, is there something you do to kind of like Mm -hmm. make sure there's no hitchhikers at the end of an investigation? Yeah, (laughs) I think, well, for me, yeah, salt bath. And then also um, another good tip, like while you're investigating, if you put salt in your shoes, that's Mm -hmm. another technique I know a lot of people use. But I think just in general, like her and I, like we just burn a lot of herbs and incense. So we're just kind of like always cleansing our spaces Mm -hmm. of anything like stagnant or like any negativity that may be lingering. So I I mean, I didn't do I mean, I obviously took a salt bath. Mm -hmm. But like other than that, I think you just kind of have to like feel the vibes of it. And if like mm-hmm. something feels like it's attached to you, then I would say you probably need to do something more. But yeah, for us, I think just like incense, salt bath, yeah. salt. I know. Um, That's when you call John Tenney in the middle of the night and tell uh, him, help. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Actually, Tenney, Tenney taught us a lot of things that I, I asked him once how to claim your space. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're very good about that where our house is our house. And I think that when, if anything were to try to attach to us, it's not coming through the door. Like I have like little copper horseshoe nails all over this house. Nicole salts everywhere. We have the salt in the four corners, you know, even um, somebody, somebody once said to use your own pee. Like if you use your pee, we're pissing all over this house, around the perimeter of your house. We, we smells crazy in here, but it's worth it everywhere. It's wild. There's a lot of like, P folklore. I remember uh, uh, I was with a group of friends. We were at a cabin, and some of some people were on psilocybic mushrooms. And my friend peed in a bottle Mm -hmm. while he was on mushrooms. Like, dude, I heard on Joe Rogan, if you drink your own pee while you're tripping, it's like three times stronger. And he did it, and he ended up ruining the night for all of us. We were all so disturbed. Like, what are you? What is going on? Did it work? Did it work? What was the pee he claims it did. I think it was probably because he was mushroom. he ate more than we did. Uh, <laughs> but- I just want to put, if I may, just put a PSA out there. Um, there is there is a misconception that human pee is sterile. It is not sterile. Please do not put no. it on wounds. Please no. do not drink pee. Do not drink your pee. Don't don't put anything that comes out of your body. Recycle that into you. That's not right. that's not. Just this is my science corner for the day. Unless you're like yeah. in the dead there. Yeah. Don't drink your I pee. mean, do what you yeah. gotta do, but no. it is not sterile. No, and I'll jump on that PSA and just say the whole pee notion of peeing on some peeing on someone's leg after they get stung by a jellyfish, hmm. you're not supposed to do that. It turns you're out. Super not supposed to do oh, it. I didn't know that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I think the rule of thumb is just don't pee on anyone. Yeah. Don't drink, you know, anyone's pee. I yeah. think that's just a pretty safe way to be in life yes yeah yes i think that's a safe <laughs> just that's the moral if you of learn this episode. If you learn one thing from this episode just don't drink your pee that's don't drink your pee that's the motto that's of it. this episode it's crack simple. open a lacroix it's simple. you know like that's crap it up a lacroix let's yeah. do that let's and do speaking that. speaking of lacroix let's say <laughs> imagine this ladies imagine this okay. you're out on a great investigation maybe it's southern illinois maybe it's central illinois we're not maybe sure about illinois. the direction no one knows where we are it goes well. You get some good positive action afterwards. Now, no, I guess this is kind of a two-part question. Is there snacks that are brought 
like for a little mm-hmm. little munchy, munchy, you know, salty, savory snacks, maybe a little dessert cookie. Or is it one of the situations like, hey, let's we're here to do some work, let's plug through, then reward ourselves with a delicious dinner afterwards? What's the situation food-wise on an uh, investigation? So I, I'm terrible with keeping snacks on me because whenever I have them, I just eat them immediately. Yeah. Um, Same. So I'm so bad at bringing snacks to things. But we mm. are very much mm. a let's reward ourselves after the fact type mm. of people. And before. And and before. We, before this last time when we went um, ghost hunting, we had a – a beautiful meal, some drinks before we went. So we, you know, yes. we were. That sounds elegant. It was chicken fingers and beer in a bar. <laughs> I had a hamburger. <laughs> Just painting a beautiful that, picture. That's fine dining to stuff. I mean, if there was dipping sauces, that's fine dining. Chicken fingers and burgers right. and beers right before. Yep. That's my holy trinity right there. And then, yeah, oh. then after we had some sacks, some more drinks, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah, for sure. Are you guys, you guys, um, well, first off, that was the right answer. Thank you. I feel I feel well, like drinks before and after. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, crinkling I, snacks and it's going to mess up with your EVPs, you know. Right. Right. Because I was going to ask you y'all for some advice uh, in November, which is next month. I mm-hmm. am going on my first like official ghost investigation in a very very scary place called the Malvern Manor in Iowa. Oh, very. I cool. went there. I went. Oh, dude, I went there once during the day, uh-huh. and it gave me the big time creeps. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm going with some, like, I, I don't really know exactly who they are. A friend of mine who's, like, into ghost hunting mm-hmm. kind of, it, like, invited me on. I think it's, like, five or six dudes. And I think they're, like, very serious. And they're serious about documenting stuff. And I am, like, serious about the stuff. But I also like to have fun. Yeah. Like, do you be, do you think if I bring a 12-pack of Modellos in a cooler, they're going to be like, hey, man, we're not here to party. I think if you're with a bunch of dudes, they're going to be like, uh, yeah, pass one of those over. I mean, yeah. I would. I would. For sure. Right. I mean, I would I'm too. not going to say Loosen no to Modelo. Get the spirits flowing. Get the spirits flowing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. Right. I'm with you. I feel like I feel like a cold beer is nice when you're oh, you know, yeah. looking into weird stuff. Yeah. I, I think don't take it too seriously. I mean, yeah. suck yes. out the vibe. If people are like, oh, no, man, you can't drink that here. Don't. Whatever, maybe just put mm-hmm. it up your sleeve, right. drink it yourself. Be like, oh, I'm just really, just, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. It's in my coffee mug. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, shotgun one in the bathroom and come back. I'm, I support that. I've um, done it before, sister. Yeah. Preach. <laughs> I mean, like if you think about it, the if you're talking the spirits and the ghosts that you're talking to, at one point they were human. So yeah, yeah, they might treat still them, be yeah, on off, a different crack plane. one open, offer it to them, leave it on the ground. You know, you don't know. Maybe yes. that'll give you more. Street cred. Yeah. Or more, and you'll get more out of it because you're actually, you're not just like, hello, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I am, you're just like, hey, man, want to have a beer? And then they might actually open up and talk to you. People are sick, man. Talk to them like they're people. Yeah. First off, that's how I'm going to frame it to these ghost hunters. I'm saying, like, look, I'm offering the beer. These are not for me. They want me to drink when I will. We're all going to have one, yeah. You know, you, you, I feel like, you were kind of hinting around us a question that, or something remind me of something that I want to ask y'all is mm-hmm. that, and that's, do you feel that like intention and, and like your emotional state has something to do with how the, this phenomenon is going to interact with you? Like if you're Absolutely. scared, are mm-hmm. you going to get scary stuff back? But if you're lighthearted, like kind of like, I feel like y- you both are mm-hmm. like, I, I guess do the results vary with intent and emotion? the emotion i think so yeah yeah I, I think so too i think intention in everything that we do 
matters no matter what that is. I mean, if I meet you and if I if we started this podcast with me going, ah, dumb sweater, Steve, whatever, (laughs) you suck, you know. It's going to be a really bad interview. No one's going to have fun. (laughs) You know, but it's nice to meet you. Like, you know, I think that your your intention into anything definitely matters so much. And also the the weight that you're carrying, if you just went through a breakup and you go somewhere and, you know, there was a lot of tragedy at that event, they might be drawn to you because they're feeling the same way that you feel in that moment. Right. I, I don't know. And if you go into a situation and you're like, fuck you, ghosts, come fucking come fight me. me. Like, they're probably either right? not gonna talk to you or they're gonna come at you with, like, force and you're gonna get scary. Like, if you're just like, hey, what's up? You want this beer? Yeah. They're not gonna be like, yeah. yeah. You we, know? We use, a, we use a phrase that we definitely made up 100% and I'm not even being a joke right there. There's a little, <laughs> imagine a little registered mark at the top, patent pending. Um, there's a difference between paranormal investigating and paranormal instigating. Yes. And mm. you want to investigate. I don't even like the term hunt, to be completely honest. I don't I'm either. Yeah, man. I'm with you. I'm not hunting anyone. I'm just, you know, sussing the situation out, investigating mm-hmm. it. And I'd rather be investigated as a human being that's, you know, alive and sentient at this moment. I'd rather be investigated than instigated. Mm-hmm. So if you All go right. in and just open minds, open hearts, open hands, like, what's up, dudes? Instead of like, how did you die? Tell me why your head got cut off in 1944. We don't need that. I'm going to put this hammer right here. Throw it at my face if you can. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, yet you see some, I mean, and maybe that's just, I don't have the actual like experience a ton of going Mm -hmm. out and doing my own investigations, but Mm -hmm. at least on like paranormal TV shows, it's always... Not always, but so many times it's a bunch of like tough dudes. Yep. And with Bigfoot, I would say the same thing where they that. go into the forest, they have guns and they're like, we're going to bag a Bigfoot. And they're like, come out, bitch. You know, like, and they're like leaving traps. I'm like, That's they are hunting. not coming out. You call yeah. me a bitch. I'm not yeah. coming out. No, thank you. Yeah. Hell no. Hmm. And like, I mean, I, I, you know, like, I feel like it's so many people go into it. And they're probably just, you know, fluffing up their chest oh, for it's the ratings, TV. Yeah. But yeah. it's the ratings. It's but I do think it's so silly. Mm-hmm. And immediately I can't take someone seriously if they're going in there aggressive. Mm-hmm. No. If I meet someone in the grocery store and they're wearing a too tight black t shirt <laughs> and their biceps say. are bigger than my head. And, you know, they're, like, walking around, they're like, hey, what's up, man? Whatever. Like, cauliflowers, fuck you. Bruh. Like yeah. I'm not gonna take you seriously in real life. No, like I don't know. I'm sure shit not gonna talk to you if I'm a ghost in the afterlife. No, I'm just gonna laugh no. about you to my all my ghost friends. Like, like I'm just, not talking. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. I think the golden rule applies to to you know entities in the afterlife. Yes. You know, they are people too. Ugh. Whether they are physically here, we don't know. We don't know what any of this is. Mm-hmm. We don't know if they're on another plane that's kind of like sandwiched onto ours. We don't know if we look like ghosts to them, which is what my theory is. Like, we don't we don't know what it is, but they're human beings. They're people. They're alive. They have feelings. Treat them as you would like to be treated. Right. Oh, I love it. I think that's lovely. Yes. Yes, and. Yes. Yes, yes. Awesome. and for sure. I'm so excited for you. You know, I think. First ghost hunt. Tell us yeah. how it is. Oh, I, I will I will tell you all about it. I'm like equal parts like, you know, because I, I, I am one of those people who, who have like intensely mm-hmm. studied this stuff mm-hmm. since I was a kid. I'm just a weird kid who loves yep. weird, dark stuff. But and I always wanted to obviously have that confirmation experience. 
But sometimes I talk to people who have had these dramatic experiences. They're like, eh, be careful what you wish for, you know? And, and is it the situation where maybe I should like chill out, like, and not like aggressive? I mean, I, I will never be aggressive. It's yeah. just not who I am in terms of like, I'll try, I like these ideas of uh, offering stuff and being, being a sweetie pie yeah. to these, you know, <laughs> you know, I think be a sweetie pie all the time yeah. or not, but you know, I, am I going to regret it? Like, is it going to like shock my paradigm no. so much where I won't be able to like now? No, no I way. think you should go into it. Don't go into it scared. Go into it curious. Like approach it with mm-hmm. curiosity. Like, you yes. know, like your old friends, you just want to sit and talk. That's so brave of you to yeah. say because I go into every single experience <laughs> fucking terrified because I'm so, <laughs> I'm scared of ghosts. I'm I'm scared of it. I am. And I just try really hard to just be like, hey, uh, don't scare me too much. Like you can say hi, but like, I don't want to be scared. So like, don't like pop out of me or like. And you can say that too. If, if, if you're they're scaring you, just be like, can you stop? You're scaring me. Right. Like right, you right. always have to remember that like this is you are alive. They are not. You mm-hmm. are in charge. So just always. Remember OK. That. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And, and, and you know, Noelle. It's funny because, you know, you say you're scared of ghosts and you're scared of this stuff. Yet it is one of those things almost like with true crime. Obviously, I'm I'm not a fan of murder and people being murdered. Oh, sure. But I'm deeply fascinated by Mm -hmm. the psychology of it. So is it one of those things for you where like, I am very scared of ghosts, yet you go out ghost hunting and you you, you research this stuff a ton, you know, so. I think that when you have a fear of something, um. I'm an anxious person. Like I'm sure we all, we all have the big three, right? Anxiety, uh, crippling depression. Um, <laughs> In this day and age. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, like what doesn't, right? if you're yeah, a human, you do. <laughs> Everything's scary all the time. Right. Um, you know, yep. like, you, you yep. get like a, a diagnosis of something and you think maybe this, you know, what is it? It's scary. You do everything you can to learn about mm-hmm. what that is. And then it doesn't seem so scary. It's not this boogeyman. It shrinks into, right. you know, f- facts and figures and, it's it's less scary if you know yeah. what you're up against. The more you know right. about something, the less scary that it is. And I mean, that's with true crime, that's too. True. It's like, especially yeah. being women, right. we watch true crime because, I mean, nine times out of ten, the victim's a woman. She's being preyed on by mm-hmm. a man. Women love to watch true crime because we're like, we need to know what not to do. We need to know how to survive this because yeah. it's, I mean, that's like it's our like- number one our predator number one predator is men yeah. so it's like a yeah. user manual yeah yeah I, I think i that makes so much sense to me mm-hmm. because like honestly like you couldn't you know watch uh the documentary docuseries on the gold state killer mm-hmm. there's a lot of good information about what not to do yeah. in there if you are you know a potential victim yes. that makes a lot of sense to me you know i i mean gosh and as a white male i wonder what, what my fascination is <laughs> you know like i mean but like i do I, I am scared like when i watch true crime it freaks me out but yeah. yet it is one of those things where i think yeah. we're fascinated by what we fear mm-hmm. i've never thought about that until you said that noel that's very interesting yeah if you if you know your enemy then you have an advantage right mm-hmm. i mean enemies a aggressive term ghosts are my enemies but if you know more about it then like you're you feel like the playing field's a little bit more level yeah Right. Yeah. Now, your uh, your interest, obviously, just from listening to your show a lot, it's you guys are kind of like you know, and I, I say this in the most enduring way possible because I consider myself <laughs> this way. 
all-purpose weirdos. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Where I, I, I know you guys, like, you know, you love UFOs, you mm-hmm. love cryptids and stuff like that. Do you see patterns? And, or, or, you know, you're all even rephrase it. Do you kind of ever wonder if these are, all these things are just different manifestations of the same thing, kind of in a John Keel type of way where they're just kind of like, you know, little mm-hmm. little displays that we're seeing, mm-hmm. but it all kind of emanates from the same thing. Or do you s- sort of see these pheno- these different phenomenons as separate weird stuff on our planet? See, I I like to just think that anything and everything is possible because why not? Mm-hmm. But like why, yeah. why Bigfoot can be a cryptid. He can also be an interdimensional being. Like why can't it be mm-hmm. both? Yeah, You know, why sure. can't aliens be from outer space, but then also from another plane or like, you know, the hole right. in the like hollow it, earth? Yeah, hollow earth. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah. no one knows what the hell this is and nobody ever will. So I just believe it all, honestly. That's how I, yeah. that's how I approach and like, right. it can be real yeah. because why not? It could be that. It could be this. It could be sure. that. Yeah, a new Whatever. thing we're saying hey. recently is everything is anything. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. who the hell knows? Right, right. The, the people with very fixed beliefs in this stuff, where they're mm-hmm. like, ah, you know, like ghosts are dead people. Aliens mm-hmm. are from mm-hmm. Zibble Ganubi. I'm like, those are the, usually the people I kind of like back away from slowly. I'm like, right. okay. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know how you're so certain about right. this, but whatever. You know, exactly. like, like ghosts could be, they could be people who have passed. They could also just be people, like a timestamp of a person just doing a thing and then. You right. just see it and that person's still alive and they're like that like their energy is just captured in that moment for some reason because whatever they were doing and they could still be living three hours away. And you know, like it, it can be both. Why not? Why can't it be both? Yeah. Yeah. And it could be there is a Bigfoot, and every once mm-hmm. in a while the super spectrum phenomenon mimics the mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Or yeah. same with like, you know. Totally. It, it is very interesting. Oh, it's fun. I'll find a tease apart, though. I think going yeah. going back to your original question of if it's all like kind of the same thing, just like in different forms, um, like the, all the flavors of ice cream, right? So <laughs> I think that thirty one. I think that to to break it down to like a a scientific level, almost yes, one hundred percent. Just in the same way that like this dog sitting next to me is the same thing as I am. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the the radio waves that are coming through right now are the same thing that we're made up of. Every single thing is energy, period. Like we are all Mm -hmm. made of the exact same thing, just in so many different forms that I think that we are all the same thing. Like it's all like, like how what if Bigfoot is just another iteration of human beings? What if Bigfoot's on another planet? And like that's they are the apex predator, just like we are and like. Sometimes, you know, the the paths cross. What if Mothman has their own planet? What if, I don't know, people live on that planet and human beings are there too and we're their dogs. Like everything is anything. (laughs) Yeah. And why not? I'm no better than a squid. You know, octopi are smarter than human beings just in a different way. And we look wildly different. I think everything, we're all aliens. We're all cryptids. We're all ghosts. In some form or another, I've ghosted mm-hmm. plenty of people, so I'm definitely <laughs> they definitely think about me in the middle of the night and scream. So, <laughs> this, uh, one more question, kind of on this little little thread. Do you, I, I, you know, this is just this is not like my idea at all, but like mm-hmm. I do like the idea that there is perhaps we no one knows 
a co-creational aspect to this stuff. Like kind of meaning that like whatever, however the phenomenon manifests to, you know, Mm -hmm. each of you as an individual Mm -hmm. is catered on who you are and maybe your subconscious drawing from archetypes already within yeah, you yeah. to show you something that maybe it's familiar or something that will scare you personally yeah, like the creature or planet. excite you. Yeah. And basically it kind of comes down to the question where like, if there is a UFO in the sky mm-hmm. or a ghost in a building or a Bigfoot in a forest, but no one is there to see it. Mm-hmm. Is it there? Does it, it exist? exist? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We we bumble around our house, and if the curtains are all closed, do the neighbors know we're really home? Mm-hmm. Very true. Good point. Yeah, I don't know. Everything's anything, man. <laughs> God bless, man. That's just that's wonderful. <laughs> that's how you have to. That's how you have to look at it. And, and no one and no one is an expert. That's why we started saying that every everything is anything right. because no one is an expert. And people will say like. I'm the world's only full-time Bigfoot investigator. Right. Well, no, yeah. you're probably not, Brian. Just because you call yourself yeah. that doesn't mean that you are. Listen to you, Brian. Or I'm the world's <laughs> most incredible medium. Okay, there are like, lots. Carl, of sit down, brother. Like, what are you talking about? There's no way to know or quantify any of these things. <sighs> We're all just people that really like weird shit. Definitely watch too much X Files. And mm-hmm. just are trying to make it through and find other weirdos that believe in the same stuff as us yeah. without uh, going to a scary level. <laughs> that is wonderful. And I swear to God, if these ghost hunters that I meet who I don't know, if their names are Brian and Carl, I'm like, well, y'all, it was nice seeing you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. Uh, then, then that would mean she is a medium if they're Brian. Ex- well, a Brian and a Carl wait, there. I'm seeing uh, there's, that's a man. He's somewhere between uh, five, four and six, two. Um, definitely has hair on his arms, one hundred percent. But maybe it's, I don't know. Wearing shoes, de- oh. wearing shoes. Yes, yes. So let me know if that comes true because that's the vision. I, I guarantee. Uh, I will. I will. I will. I will have a notebook and I will report <laughs> all this to you. I have a question that I don't. I really. I. I want to know so badly. At being a fan of your show, mm-hmm. uh, and by the way, folks, if you have not heard the Quite Unusual podcast, I will link all their stuff in the show notes. But it is so damn wonderful it's one of those uh i have a few i I do love podcasts so much but i have a couple i will say two that i look for and like pleasure delay to the right (laughs) moment to where like i I like to walk and garden and do stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i save the really good stuff for that and i I pleasure delay your show because it's a weekly treat and I will say I love the unscripted ones just as much as I love the, the kind of story structured ones. Mm-hmm, but a question I have about the story ones. So, you know, oftentimes the way the show kind of works is that one of you will research a story topic or an encounter mm-hmm. and then kind of regale the other one, mm-hmm. you know, with the story. Mm-hmm. Do you guys choose the story together or is this kind of a surprise thing where it's noelle's week and she's gonna find something and you know surprise nicole like how does it work we used to do so back when we first started we Mm -hmm. it was one person would say the story the other person would listen make the comments and then when we kind of like got into the swing of things then Mm -hmm. we started picking topics together and we would like get our script get what topics we wanted to talk about noelle would tackle one part of it i would tackle the other and we would kind of like Dolly back and yeah, forth. Yeah, deliver the information together. Just recently, we started doing, like, I'll do an episode, Noelle will do an episode, 
And those topics are just completely picked on our own. Like, yes. I don't even know what Noelle's next topic is going to be. Me either. Mm-hmm. Fun. <laughs> That's just so great. Yeah, we have we share a Google Drive that's full to the max, and we will not be paying for anything yeah. else, Google. So don't you <laughs> do dare do be it. threatening us. We won't. Don't We're do not it. doing. Don't do it. Not doing it. Um, so we share a Google Drive, and we just whenever we have ideas, we start a script in there, and mm-hmm. we throw it in. And then like there was one I wanted to to think about doing, and I kind of went through, and I saw Nicole had started a script for it. So I just told her like I was going to do this. You have a script for it, like you know maybe plant that seed a little bit but there's otherwise we don't know sometimes we don't know until the moment we start recording usually because i'm late on finishing my <laughs> scripts and i cool. oh it's gonna be on this it's gonna be on this and i change 17 times and then at the last moment i'm like oh i forgot to tell you it's about uh how humans used to eat mummies and she's like what <laughs> well okay yeah. so i guess i'll just prepare for that just i guess roll with it well- yeah. You know, the wonderful uh, way you guys kind of perform the story, and I, I should maybe perform is not the right word, uh, but it feels so conversational. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like, like, you know, it doesn't feel like N- N- Nicole is like lecturing Noel on this. It's just kind of almost like you guys are sitting down having a glass of, you know, uh, Cabernet and just like, well, I'll, did you ever hear about this one? You know, like that's, I totally love how what it is, casual and conversational. Well, it, you know what? That is wonderful. Whether it's by design or that's just the way it is. That is really one of the things I feel that makes your show so unique is the tone. I'm a big mm-hmm. tone guy with movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, TV, kind of everything like the tone and, you know, vibe is another word for tone. Vibes all day. Oh, yeah. But the vibe really is kind of like, you're sitting in the room with, you know, like I, I'm in the corner just having yeah. like a Modelo and I'm, I get to watch this amazing conversation and these two friends. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes back to my idea of like, you both are such yes anders where if someone throws out an idea, even if it's like, you know, <laughs> there's no meat on the bones yet, the other person's going to come in oh, yeah. and start, you know, packing meat on mm-hmm. these bones. That's a horrible. I like we build, <laughs> we build upon each other. Very. We're, we're yeah. stuffing yes. the, what is the sandwich called? A Renza? We're, we're one of, yes. one of us a, is the loaf. And the, other the other one's the stuffing. The other one stuffs our yes. meat right in that loaf. And that's, oh. it's getting off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's right there. So, I mean, that really it's is so- what it is. We record in, these are 15 year old dining room chairs that are, <laughs> ripped out from my cat in the attic this is a sheet behind us for a background so we don't look like totally <laughs> it looks great girls. thank you don't you guys look like, it looks like you're in like actually like some kind of weird heaven the rest of the you guys are, you're both wearing like white shirt it's like all white you know like you know wearing magic never ending bastable yeah. hell yes i love olive garden me too me so. when you're there you're the crazy. chicken parm there is really good oh, the eggplant parm too man oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. So, salad dressing forget about mm-hmm. it i mean that's that's what it is like it's probably i'd say our content's like 60 percent scripted because we like to tell facts and we yeah. fact check and we yeah. do all deep of, deep yeah. research all of the research is yeah. scripted but like mm-hmm. all of the conversation in between is literally just if i'm saying something and noel's having a reaction and then we just yeah go back and volley it back and forth basically we we, we, so it's, it's kind of like bullet points of like all right here's the names the facts the dates the mm-hmm. location mm-hmm. and then the rest you, you guys just kind of fill in yep yeah absolutely basically oh that's the key ingredient folks i tell you make it conversational 
yesing at each other. If someone throws a bit out there, jump yeah. on it and support your partner. We we commit too heavily to the so, Yeah, we've been told by some of our the people who have reviewed our show that we go on tangents too much. And we're like, but that's what to we do, though. Sorry, we like to have yeah. a good time. If you want to yeah. have a fact-based, just like facts read off to you podcast, we're not the podcast for you. If Read you a want, book. Yeah, right. you want two friends talking about some weird shit with some facts and then also some jokes thrown in, we are the podcast for you. Right. Right. Well, I mean, like, you know, I, I, I'm with you because, like, I, you know, I, I do a lot, prepare quite a bit for these, and mm -hmm. I wrote, like, 30 questions for you guys. I We won't even get to a third of them, which <laughs> I think is great because I don't want to just rapid-fire questions yeah. at you. I feel mm -hmm. like you guys bring up interesting things that, you know, like, let's address those. Right. So be, being willing to work on the fly, I feel like y'all do that so well. Thank you. Thank you. I, I think it's just, we can just chalk it up to both being annoying. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah, yeah right. it helps that we Ooh. live with each other too. Like we're same brain all of the time. Oh, so. it's disgusting. Sometimes yeah. we will say the same word at the same time. And it's, <laughs> it's, have, it's a lot. Have you guys done much lecturing together? We have never. And maybe the word lecture isn't like, or gone on stage at any conference, like, or, we have you know, never, festival. Ever. We, that's a dream of ours that's one day. Really? But we have dream. never. Well, been I mean, yeah. There's a lot of them in the Midwest. And I, I tell you, I did one. Um, I, I have been like the last two years since I, you know, the pandemic and the mm -hmm. actor strike. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, what do I do with my life? I guess I'll go speak at some like weird monster like <laughs> yeah. convention. Uh, my friends don't know what to think of me anymore, uh, but I do. I love it so much. And I kind of threw away for like the first year and a half I was doing this. I was really trying to do like an academic lecture where I had slides. I'm like, well, in 1957, this farmer named Buck, you know, like, yeah. and then I'm like, I feel like people want to see me do bits. And so I started kind of doing like paranormal standup nice. <laughs> at these things. Yeah. And That's I feel way. like you both would be so good at it. I hope I, here's what I'm basically I'm saying. Like, mm -hmm. I hope we both find ourselves at the same oh, yeah. conference because it would be so fun. I feel like I would love to open for you guys. You guys, it would be, I think it would go well. <laughs> like, cause uh, you, you guys passionately love this stuff mm -hmm. so damn much. And that is so evident and clear yeah. really. And like, in the, and I, I feel like it's hard, you know, listen, like if it was a podcast about making fun of this stuff, yeah, that's good for three or four episodes. And I think people are like, all right, they're disingenuous, but you guys are so genuine, but you're so funny. And I just think it's so wonderful and unique. I think I cannot wait to see you, you both on stage doing live shows. I feel like you would absolutely we, kill. Yeah, we Thank would you. love, we would love to have the that's opportunity to do a live show. Because right now we're working full-time jobs and doing this and it's tired and we want to flip that and make yeah. it. Make we've been yeah. money off this. We've never even we've never performed on stage together at all. What I mean, is the world? What is life but a stage? <laughs> our attic is our stage. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, like, if I get asked to do any of these, and, and I'm kind of like trying to figure out how to do more, I yeah. will recommend I would recommend you two in a in a Chicago minute. <laughs> thank, well, you. thank you. Thank you. And same yeah, I mean, no yes. one's no one. No one's reaching out us. to us. But yeah. if they do. <laughs> they should. I mean, they're they're missing the boat, though, because I feel like one, one thing I noticed when I was doing uh, this Van Meter, Iowa, like, festival, mm -hmm. and the, I was like, I just got done with COVID. I had, like, a lecture prepared, and I was like, oh, I don't want to, like, memorize all this stuff. And, yeah. just, and so I'm like, fuck it. I'm throwing it all away, and I'm just going to do bits. Mm -hmm. 
Nice. And some of the old timers there, there were some like old timers <laughs> who were like kind of conservative dudes who oh, did not no. like the cut of my jib. Yeah. But a lot of the people who were from like Minneapolis and Chicago mm -hmm. and other like kind of like cities were really liking that. I was turning it into comedy. Yeah. And I think there is a real thirst for that. And like with your show, I mean, I'm guessing you have a ton of listeners and I think people want to laugh at this stuff. Right. You know, like, yeah, you don't want, you just want, don't you. want, you don't want facts just regurgitated into your face. You want some fun no. thrown in. You want some fun yeah. and some facts and some comedy and some yeah. bits. Life is hard, yeah. man. If I'm literally, if I'm not laughing, I'm crying. So, you know, <laughs> Always be laughing. Yeah. A B mm -hmm. F. Always, always be funny. A B L. Yeah. Always live, laugh. I don't lecture. I don't know. Live, laugh, I'm getting <laughs> live, laugh, light oh my myself God. on fire. <laughs> Look. <laughs> well, before I let you, first off, I just want to say thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. you. Yeah, thank you for having us. You're you guys are an absolute joy. You're, you know, you, uh, I had high expectations for you both <laughs> and you exceeded them, but you're so fun. It's, yeah, but I, I want to, here's a really important question. Okay. So it's, you know, it's midweek right now, but the weekend's coming up and, you know, maybe, maybe you want to do something special for the weekend. Mm. Is there maybe a meal that you guys would look forward to this weekend? Like maybe it's Saturday night, you're marathoning some horror movies because it's spooky season. You got a couple mm. drinks. Is there a situation that you both could come together on and agree that would be a great dinner for this weekend? Oh yeah, let's meal plan. Let's mm. meal. We're meal meal we're prepping. Meal prepping right now. Right now. We're prepping right now. I'm trying to think of what we've actually ordered. What have we recently? Well, we we're we're actually big Domino's fans. We're yeah. Sure. I just got an email. We'll have a free emergency pizza, whatever that means. You know, you so. use the app. Whoa. They give you points. You get a free pizza. We're Midwestern yeah. women. We like a coupon yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no. Look, we're in the era where if you don't learn to use coupons, you're mm -hmm. You're in big trouble. Absolutely. Tacos. You, you can't ever go wrong with tacos, though. Yeah. I feel like no. I'm going to say, though, the thing that we eat the most in our house, we don't actually order a lot of food together. Um, But mm. the thing, the style that we eat most in our house is quintessential girl dinner. We got a cheese. We got a fruit. Charcuterie. We got a weird bread. Yeah. We got a weird, like, yeah. meat stick. Meat we're, stick. <laughs> we're both in our Slim Jim yeah. era from, right now. We're from the Midwest. There's got to yes. be a meat stick in there. <laughs> Olives. <laughs> I've seen her take down a jar of olives. I, olives are my yep. favorite food. Olives and pickles. Yep. Yeah, if you're not yep. if you're not putting something pickled on my plate, mm -hmm. it's not for me. So we're big snacky eaters. Yeah, big snacky plate girlies, mm -hmm. and we'll just run through. I'll make a bag of popcorn. We'll split it. We'll open a jar of pickles. We'll just sit it right in the middle of us. Yes, it, it's insane. We crack just, open some brie, slice that up, some crackers. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. Yeah. And you know what I like about that is that it's not just like, all right, we're eating dinner. Now we're done with dinner. Mm -hmm. But the grazing mm -hmm. snack yes. method. Yeah. First oh, off, yeah. I just want to award you five points on the High Strangers podcast because you got the answer right. Thank yes. you. It is a grazing snack situation that Forever. was the proper answer. It's like an adult lunchable, too. It's oh, the yeah. Best. All day. If you call it charcuterie, charcuterie board. it's fancy and you're not eating like it is. Dollars, so it is it is i have to oh. say though i need i need what? a little something sweet at the end of it nicole's mm. not a sweet person sure i am a sweet right. all of my teeth are sweet teeth so i just <laughs> yeah yeah i gotta eat a little a little sweet snack at the end for sure sure it lets you know it lets you know that maybe snacking's done for now but then you go back and, and oh, obviously yeah. you always never go back. stops obviously. always go back obviously Noelle, Nicole, I cannot thank you enough. This has been 
absolutely so much fun yeah. you guys you guys rule uh you i feel rule. like you, you, yeah. y- y- y'all y'all are new buddies this is just so fun is where can um we tell people to find your work we're on all the social meds out there um <laughs> unfortunately we i live on my phone so we're on Twitter, which I refuse to call X, but we are there. <laughs> we're there. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Blue Sky. We're on Threads, all under Quite Unusual Pod. We're everywhere. You can email us at quiteunusualpod at gmail.com. We have a website, quiteunusualpod.com. We're on Patreon. We do lots of fun stuff we're there. Patreon, yeah. I mean, you can listen to our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, too. We're on all the platforms. So Yeah, literally everywhere. Just Quite Unusual pod podcast if you google quite unusual unfortunately there's a song called that but we're slowly <laughs> burying that deep we're, deep in the yeah ground. let's coming bury up. that thing we're folks yeah that's right so yeah just quite unusual anywhere quite unusual. Uh, and i will i will obviously put all that stuff in the show notes my friends uh nicole noel You've been so wonderful. Have an amazing rest of your week and enjoy spooky season. Yes, Thank you. you we're going to go to Olive Garden right now and eat Boss never ending pasta. So much pasta. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's right. Um, I hope I hope you post pictures of your meals. Oh, we will. We're For doing you, it. Steve. Yeah. Anything. We're gonna oh! come on. Yeah. Oh, my new buddies. Hey, That's thank great. you so much. You guys have a great week. Hey, and everyone out there, I hope you have great dinners tomorrow. Take care, enjoy, and be safe. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.